Bedroom Battle Pass. The Archives. Me and you, Season 2. Alright, let's kick it. Hello and welcome to the interview section of Canberra Metalhead. You got Marky Malpas and JDK, and uh, tonight we're joined here with uh, some of the members of Stone Sovereign. So starting from left to right, we've got I'm um, Jordan and Greg, and I'm Matt. Cool. Um, so Jordan singer, Greg, you're uh, guitarist. Yes, that's right. Um, and then Matt's on drums. Uh, that's cool to have you know we've got a bit of everything um here tonight with you know you got your your um multiple different parts of the band you've got the drummer drummer in don't usually get drummers every time usually uh the the one talking for the band will be the singer or guitarist so it's cool to have that dynamic yeah they don't let the drummer out very often <laughs> <laughs> oh man um so you guys are here this is um part of um part of a tour with um Tonight you're playing with um, Black Mountain Old and um, Oathbinder. That's right. Um, so, I mean, how's things going so far? You managed to get here um, ready for this gig tonight. I heard you guys do sound check before. How's things shaping up? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's looking good. Um, bit of a long one. Drove from Newcastle today, but uh, we managed to make pretty good time, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys all. Um, Head off. You have to head off um, pretty well early enough in the afternoon to get here on time. You um, staying here in Canberra tonight? Yeah, we are. We're staying. Um, oh, staying I don't in know town. Cool, but yeah, around Canberra somewhere, um, about twenty minutes away or something. But I think early in the morning we get head off and um, go to Wollongong next. So that's the next one in the tour. Yeah, Wollongong tomorrow and then Sydney on Sunday. Cool. Uh, and this whole thing was uh, put together by um, the guys at Gurf Sword um, Promotions, which is Carl from Sarah Lise, if anyone doesn't know. Yeah, Carl uh, French and uh, Tim Brown as well in, in Gurf That's right. Yeah, Tim Brown. We've had him on the show before for uh, Quest Fest last time. So it's uh, good good to, you know, make that connection back to a previous episode so people are more familiar with it. Um, you guys mentioned before you've you've got an album out um what's it like playing songs from the album to a crowd is it how do you find the dynamic between you know studio and stage uh well we've been playing these songs for i think we've been working on it for two years um so if anything now we we would like to play some new songs um but uh it's always great to see the crowd reaction especially when people are into it um and we've gone through all the effort to make it if they're if they're feeling it then it's you know next level then um it's also pretty good if um <coughs> people you know might know the song that they're now listening to and they just like, recognize it from the cd they're just like ah oh, i know that one and get yep. along with that yeah good sing the lyrics yeah yeah be great no, it's always cool to have um, crowd involvement. I mean, we um, back announced a track before with the um, Storm Strider. Um, that was at the top of the interview. It's also on the on the album. Um, anyone listening back to the episode that was at the show tonight, you know, you might remember. I love it when you when you hear a song and you remember when it was played live. Uh, it's kind of like it changes your impression of the song. And obviously, you guys. Um, have a really cool stage presence, you know, by dressing up and, and that sort of thing. What's that? What's it like getting ready for every show, you know? 
Yeah, so the, the dressing up helps us get in the get in the zone of getting on stage. Yep. Uh, yeah, it it um it's something that we've we've been we've been doing for for a while, and I think it works. Cool. Yeah, it, it's just uh about trying to visualize what what the album is about because it's uh, thematically all uh, medieval and fantasy uh, vibe to it. So it makes sense for us to try and look the part and then help people sort of get that suspension of disbelief and buy in a little bit. It can also be a massive pain in the ass as well. <laughs> having to uh, do makeup in the mirror and stuff like that and get your, especially for me, getting the robes all nice and flowy and all that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, but it's it's worth it in the end because people are just like, it, it draws attention, I guess. And that's in the end what you want as yep. a band to draw some attention to yourself. That and stage presence. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, 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 I I do a bit of uh, stuff in black metal robes and stuff, and I find that it like helps me amp myself up and not be as concerned about other things and you know, get right in the zone. Do you guys do kind of any other medieval kind of reenactment stuff or? Um, no, we're we're not into the LARPing per se, but we um, we play Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, that's you know <laughs> that's that's probably as close to the role playing as we as we get. Um, but we do love. Uh, we played the first Quest Fest yeah, ever that was here, and uh, just being in a whole room full of costume people uh, was an amazing feeling. Not being the only ones, um, and I think the the vibe is much better when the crowd's into it as well. You know, it's that feedback. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's cool, man. Like for example, you mentioned Quest Fest before. That's a night where. And, and that's why Tim Brown was on the show before, because it was leading up to Quest Fest 2. You guys plays, played Quest Fest 1, the original. Um, it's a it's a cool night to just know that not only the bands are, are part of the um, the atmosphere, but also, you know, the fans are all dressing up. People They, they have cosplay competitions, dress-up stuff, prizes, all that sort of thing. It just adds... We are talking before the interview off mic, like, it's... Um, adds to the whole vibe of, of the event to have everybody kind of like involved instead of just the bands. Um, have you played anything aside from Quest Fest, any like themed nights before? Uh, we play uh, Dragon's Bane Folk Metal Festival in Dubbo okay. uh, a couple of times. I think there's, are they up to like four now? Three, I think, three. Uh, yeah, we play those. They're not they're not so much like costume yep. sort of gigs, but all the bands on there are fantasy or um, you know power metal and and folk metal. So it's it's similar sort of vibe, but nothing on Quest Fest. Yeah, cool. Well, like we said before, that was Quest Fest too recently, and then well, you can only you know um, expect bigger and better things from the from the future ones. So it's off on a good start, man, and. Like considering the um, attention that um, it's already got from people saying like, "Hey man, were you at Quest Fest?" Like, dude, I worked that night, and there was people. It was because it's like a whole show. There's a, a fair few bands on there. There was like stalls set up. People like not just your standard merch, but people like with with you know additional things to get. Yeah, um, self a chainmail tie. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I, I bought some new uh, leather armor. Um, there was heaps of, uh, I think it was Dark Knight, Dark Knight Armory. Yeah, stuff that was there, which was awesome. Big larping weapons and horns and whatnot. Yeah, I think um, I was bartending on the night, and I think the best I could um, choose to be able to work and dress up was um, 
I just got one of the utility kilts, the you know the util kilts, and just yeah, just just <laughs> worked worked behind the bar with it with the kilt on. But you know you, I guess you got to kind of um, adapt to your environment depending on you know what you're planning on doing. Do you ever have that any issues with like dressing up and being able to play at the same time? Do you cook on stage or anything like that? Sometimes, yeah. There's a lot of times where I have to take like the top layer off, yep. uh, mid set or something like that. Um, That'd get an applause in most bars, so I'm sh- I'm sure that. Oh, my bod's not worthy of applause though. So um, <laughs> here we are. Metal uh, metal like, band adds three points. Yeah, but like uh, in Newcastle last night, for instance, they had the heaters on. Oh, so hot. For some reason. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I had to, I had to take that off pretty quick. They wanted you to strip down. That's probably. probably. It was a big conspiracy, but uh, here tonight, here tonight, it's not too bad because Canberra's quite a bit cooler than yep. on the coast. Yep. So, um, yeah, uh, sometimes, especially for me, I get like I don't know the bottom of a robe snagged or the sleeve gets yeah, yeah, or something like that. <laughs> yep, it's part it's part of the course because basically when you wear something really dangly and long. Yep. Yeah, I noticed. Um, bang with a hoodie. Yeah, that's have a- the whole hoodie swoop <laughs> over your face. Oh yeah, I've done. I've had that too. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I get that. I, I was saying before as well, um, off mic with the Heathen Fest stuff, it's uh, another, it's not themed in the same way that um, that Quest Fest is, but whenever we, whenever South Coast Metalheads runs that, it's like a kind of, I dress up in a Viking outfit just to host the beard competition, you know, because that's... Um, it creates to the feel of having a vibe, uh, like a themed night. And the the amount of times... So when I had the three winners of the beard competition in front of me, we got a photo together. And when I made that my cover photo, I had people asking, like, cool, man, what's your band's name? Oh, it's not a band. We're just four dudes with beards <laughs> that got a photo together. So... That's all right. Um, when we get a band photo together, it's usually because the other four have beards and everyone else asks, who's the girl when it comes to me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh. a cute one. <laughs> um, another good fun thing to do, like around where we live anyway in Orange and stuff like that, is Iron Fest. Yep. It's, um, it's, it's not a music thing, but it's just a bunch of people. There's like military reenactments, there's blacksmithing, there's all sorts yep. of stuff. And jousting and yeah, uh, yeah. archery and all this other sort of stuff. That's and cool. Viking blokes cooking stew and whatnot. It's a really <laughs> good time there. Yep. So where's that? Um, That's in Lithgow. Yep. Okay. I don't know what the date is next year, but yep. um, I went. Th- I went this year in my band costume, and yeah, it's good fun. I recommend that anyone go to it. It's a lot of lot of good fun. Yeah. It's cool to hear more rural shows picking up like that. I know that they had. Um, a few there's stuff going on in the blue mountains and you know stuff right down to we we chatted to a band from um victoria um like in a few few episodes ago and we were sort of talking about how once you connect those um dots on the map you've got like a bit of you can do like a tour down the coast and you can sort of start in sydney and in melbourne but still hit like five spots on the way Tour Connect is paramount to building the Australian scene, man. Yep. That's what everyone needs to be working on. Yeah, that's uh, that's basically what we're doing. Um, so we did Newcastle, Canberra, Wollongong, Sydney. Yep. Um, then we're going out to stay with Carl French for a couple of days out in Narandra. And we're doing uh, Wollongong and then uh, two shows in Melbourne and one in Geelong as well. So it's out and then back to Dubbo and then Orange at the end. So yep. nice big loop. 
Yeah, no, uh, we got a couple bands like Deprivation's mostly based in Canberra now, but they started in Orange. Um, George, our other guitarist, used to actually be in Deprivation. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so uh, they're fairly fairly much based in Canberra now, but they started in Orange. Um, I got history in Orange um, as well. Uh, there's also um, uh, Infested Entrails. Yeah, it's uh, Jordan here, but used to be the vocalist for Infested. Oh, excellent. Yeah, so they play. Have you played here with Infested before? No, I haven't. My uh, stint with Infested was quite short. Okay. Um, it was a lot of good fun that I had with them. Uh, we're just a bit too different, and yeah. uh, that's what happened there. Yeah, and then you so you found a place now with um, Stone Sovereign, and uh, how's how's the dynamic going here? How long you been in Stone Sovereign for? Oh, nearly about three, four years. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, I, I joined uh, after. Um, the old singer slash guitarist uh, Jacko left, yep. and uh, I basically got a message from Greg on Facebook saying, uh, "We need a vocalist for a show we got at the Vic in Orange." Um, in like two weeks. In like two weeks' time, uh, can can you um can you fill in? I was just like, "Oh yeah, cool," and he said, and he just said, "Oh caveat, you have to wear um a costume and all that." I'm like, <laughs> "That's that's not really going to stop me." So yeah, I did that, and that's where it went from there, pretty much for me. Yep. Mm. Yeah, that, that's cool, man. I, I think um, I've seen. Um, Infested Entrails play here for um, a few gigs when they were a five-piece and then a four-piece. Um, so I was in that time. Um, and that was, to be honest, man, that was long enough ago where um, they had Hortopsy on the bill and they weren't, um, I think it was their, they weren't headlining um, or they were, it was their first headline show in Canberra. So, yeah. yeah, so it's been... That, that, the last time Infested was a five-piece would be... Yeah, oh, at least six years. It could have been a like a. You're thinking uh, Sans bass player, so, so like one number down because they haven't had the a last bass player for Infested with was Josh Lee, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. yeah, yeah so so it's like four and three piece. Oh right, okay, yeah. So not not <laughs> not five and four, three and four. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Right. I I I went one octave higher. Oh. <laughs> cool. There we go. Um, yeah. But I remember the bill was um, like, I mean, away from, this is more of like a death metal reference and brutal death metal bands that I'm talking here. But I mean, you there was um, like The Mung. I don't know if you heard, heard, heard uh, tortured a local band, Hortopsy. Um, yeah. And so it was like a full death metal night. But since then, bands like Hortopsy have just gone right to the top. Yeah. When you, when you look through early bands, you're like, oh, look at all these early shows, and then now look at where they're going. Bands like King Parrot, like, just playing so many shows a year, and now they're just doing massive stuff. Have you guys been on any big festival bills where you're kind of playing with, um, like, on, on multiple bands on stages or anything like that before? Uh, the biggest we've done is probably the first Quest Fest. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we did, uh, I think we played a show with King Parrot once. Um, that, that was when I was still in Infested and you were still in Tomes. Oh, that's right, yeah, that was in the old days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we've, uh, you know, Dragon's Band and Quest Fest are sort of the, the biggest festival type thing that we've done at the moment, um, which is that just sort of that local vibe still. Cool. Um, I mean, there's not really many big festivals left, um, unfortunately. But we'd love to play one one day. That'd be great. Well, see, the thing is with um, like the the like the folk metal sort of 
um, and black metal scene, which is kind of tonight's like a bit of a mix of black and um, like folk with old as well, and then some hybrid sort of stuff. Another thing is like there's so many different um, categories; it's hard to place everybody. And I like a good mixed bill most of the time, anyway. You know, um, as well as themed nights with you know, like even Quest Fest wasn't all folk bands. You know, no, it's no, you had uh, bands. You had bands like Tamilan Empire and yep. all that sort of stuff, and you had Battle Bard as well. Yeah, like a so power you, got, metal you got power metal. You got you got really cool Arabic. Turkish sort of black metal sort of stuff. It was really really cool to have that mix in there as well. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I think the the coolest thing about the the Australian folk metal in inverted commas um, <coughs> scene is that it's pretty much just fantasy metal. Like we can make it whatever the hell we want, and it fits. Um, mm. so because every band is is so unique in the scene, so everyone can kind of get away with a lot, really. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, man. The, it's it's good to mix it up, man. Like I said, um, also keeping it to that niche, sort of. Um, well, not really niche, but you can you can do like you said what you want with the band to take it in whatever direction. I I know that over time bands um, can change their sound if they get influences by different new members joining. You know, things like that can change it. Yeah. Have you guys got any new material coming or a new album that you could? talk about that you have uh where you're trying these new things uh so after after this tour is over we're um we're gonna write some material for for the new album um we've already already sort of started on that but yeah it'll, it'll be a while before any any of that comes to to light yeah this album just came out in june um so it's still pretty fresh but pretty fresh uh, pretty much after the tour, uh, I think we've got a few guitar bits and pieces uh, for a few songs already, a few lyrical ideas. Um, so we're hoping to be able to knock out a few new songs pretty soon and then trial them over the next sort of six months. We're hoping to get a banjo in one of the songs for the next album. Must be a banjo. A banjo, yep. Excellent. Like was saying before, it's cool to be able to just say, hey, I want to include this into the into it and be able to incorporate something like that. Um, do so. Has anybody picked up um, any banjo playing lately? Or are you going to have a feature? Uh, it's it's going to be a feature by Joshua Slattery. He's the the guy that actually did our music video for okay. Across the Boiling Sea. Yep. Um, so he's going to come in and play play a bit of banjo on our sort of Wild West track. Awesome. And so you guys filmed the music video for that one. What was um, how was that? Now, is it, do you have more than one music video, or is it was it all sort of fresh with that one? Uh, no, it was just the one. We basically contacted my friend uh, Joshua, who, um, but my best mate actually, and uh, we. I just I got a message from Greg asking, could he draw some pictures just for a sort of slideshow sort of thing for the for a lyric video to put on YouTube just to basically promote the album. And Josh says, okay, I'll do that. He ends up drawing a bunch of pictures, and he ends up like slightly animating it. If you've seen it, you see how it's like animated and all that sort of stuff. Yep. It ended up taking him about 120 hours to do the whole thing, and he said, he said to me afterwards, he, um, he goes, I could have spent another 30 on it, but it would have only been five percent better, so I just kind of left it there. <laughs> he, um, yeah, he was he was really really good about it, and um, yeah, massive thanks to him. Was yeah, shout amazing. out to that. Well, um, obviously. 
people listen back to the episode um, as it gets released, but then as part of uh, of the same episode, I'll share the um, video on the page so that it's a good reference point for, for, for that. Um, we tend to um, not just have like a standard here's the episode but usually we'll follow it up with like a you know we'll share we'll share some musical references that we made in the episode on the page so it becomes like a whole whole uh, feature so that's always always cool to have that it's like for example with um one of the previous bands that we interviewed they did a music uh, like a lyric video for deathbeds it's a like a canberra deathcore band and um they were saying that basically what in, in the interview this came up the um the point was that they rendered the um music video and there was like a at the end so instead of saying like biggest sin of them all it said biggest sing of them all um and the singer dave was saying that oh yeah that's perfect man but i just need to change that last bit and there's like already rendered man it's probably gonna take it'll be ready somewhere between the next 10 to 17 hours So, um, but yeah, it's just funny how little things like that happen. Um, but yeah, he, they just released it the next day and it still went out and it's cool to, s- I think I see, a, we've seen, um, um, a band do the, um, one of the early episodes of the show was straight after a lyric video went out and I'm noticing more of a trend to go towards lyric videos. Um, I guess with more of the animation and, and, um, uh, digital platforms becoming readily available instead of just for you know um, people that are into graphic design it's cool to be able to see you know how many different creative music videos come up I'd like to have a um, one of our one of our songs done in one of those um, sort of things where the the anima- animation style changes every 13 seconds yeah and just have that sort of thing but that, that's just a, a cool thing that I have in my head kind of We've got uh, plans for after the tour. We're going to try and put together a montage of video clips from the shows and photos and whatever and, and yep. turn that into a music clip. Yeah. Um, and then we've got plans to do a, a sock puppet video, essentially. That'd be one cool. one of our songs, just <laughs> for a laugh, because we can. Do you have one in mind yet? Yeah, yeah. So, Last Drink Before Sunrise yep. um, is our sort of drinking song yep. about uh, sailing and pirates and raiding and stuff. Cool, man. Um, so, that'll, that'll hopefully be our sock puppet video. Cool. All right, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up with that um, as like a teaser, and obviously um, you guys are playing tonight with um, yeah with, with with the guys from old. Um, anyone listening back to the episode, hope you guys enjoyed the show, um, and you know heard a little bit more about the band. So we're closing it up now with one of your tracks um, with the. I think it's the Spear of Aristoft. That's right. So um, we'll play that one now. And uh, thanks for uh, listening to the interview. Make sure you go over and check these guys out on social media. You've got Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, Facebook, Bandcamp, Instagram. uh, And you can get the album on just about anywhere now. Google Play, uh, Apple Music, Spotify. Spotify. It's on YouTube YouTube. even. Yep, all the standard platforms. But you can buy physicals from your Bandcamp site. Yeah, you can. Oh, order sorry, buy a digital version from um, Bandcamp. Yeah, digital and physical. You can order through cool. the Bandcamp or at any one of our shows. Cool. We also have shirts and badges. Cool. Exactly. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks very much. Bioka, bioka, bam. <laughs>